hole in your stocking. Let's play ball. Welcome in, everybody, to Leading Off right here on Fantasy Pros, brought to you by BetMGM. It is me, Joey P, Joe P. Zapia. That, of course, is the Welsh. He's back and fresh from, I don't know, it seems like a five-day weekend now. I don't know how long this guy hasn't been here, but it's nice to see him back. The hair is high. The analysis is high level. That's what we do here on Leading Off. we got a lot to get to this morning here. Obviously, all the recap of the games from last night, the uh, stat heroes and zeros, today's prop bets, DFS, and a whole lot more. But uh, as always, make sure you go ahead and download that BetMGM app and make sure you use that promo code leading off when you do. The Welsh, it's nice to see you again, my friend. Uh, people said that you you started uh, a witness protection program for yourself after the Byron Buxton injury. But now that it seems like things are going okay for him, it's okay for you to come back. Yeah, I told you uh, in a text, I'm in my secret uh, underground bunker, by the way, right now. It's a different setting. I will not be, like similar to Groundhog's Day, I will not be coming out until Buxton returns. And it is, and it's not no sleep till Brooklyn. It is no pod till Buxton. And I'm wearing my uh, Buxton heart right here. And I am not taking or listening to any and all of your guys' Buxton nonsense. None of you in the chat. None of you, Joe. Buxton will return and it will be glorious. Well, that's good. I, I I hope so. I want him to. That's good. Let's get to last night. Uh, something that wasn't glorious. We're going to have to start on the down note. Uh, Garrett Cole versus the Tigers. One and two thirds innings pitched. Five walks, three mm-hmm. Ks. Shortest start of his career. Ties a career high in walks. Are we concerned about this, Welsh? Or is it just it was 43 degrees in Detroit and we're just going to chalk it up to that and move on? I think it can be both. I think it can be a little bit of both. I don't think we're all giving enough credit to how much weather is affecting a lot of this stuff. I mean, even yeah. the minor leagues, we're seeing some crazy stuff happen in the minor leagues of really, really great players. And look at, you know, look at the weather, look at the cold, look at guys that are used to warmer weather stuff. We've given an excuse to a lot of guys, you know, Shane Bieber, who's actually going today. One of those guys we've given excuses, a little bit of an excuse to for velo dips and spin dips and stuff like that. I think it's a little bit of both. I think the concern is the value of coal as like the number one guy. He's been showing this more and more over the last couple of years of these little inconsistent blowups. And I think the concern is him being the like easy number one overall pitcher. That's a concern. He might be more middling. The not concern is like, yeah, it's like really, really bad weather right now. Super cold. You know, it doesn't have spider tack to use anymore. You just got to deal with your, your snot or whatever. Would you see that whole thing where he's like, and they're just like, Hey, was that spider tack? He's like, no, it's boogers. It's just boogers guys. Nice. So uh, it's a little bit of both little column. A B and B. Well, who is the best pitcher in fantasy baseball? Is it Max Scherzer who dropped a 10 K's on the, uh, on the giants last night? I mean, geez, he looks fantastic. It was pretty chilly last night at city field. I mean, who, if you had to say and anoint the number one, I, I know I DeGrom theoretically is that guy, but he's not available right now. So who is the number one pitcher in fantasy? Yeah. See, that's tough. Like I don't think there's a definitive and I don't think we're going to know until I don't, I don't even know if we're going to know this year, to be honest with you. It might be one of those situations where you go and you're just like, nah, you know, like like the like the running back, if you talk about like, who's the greatest running back of all time, it's like eh, there's like four different answers everybody goes with. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if we have that guy right now. Corbin Burns has been kind of eh. Scherzer's probably the closest to it. I'll give you that. Scherzer's the closest to the guy that we can anoint right now as the guy. But even then, I think it's tough to give like a, how old, how old is he? He's old, he's, 
I mean, you're a little bit Scherzer, older. Scherzer, he's but... 175 years old, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's uh, old. But Corbin he's Burns old. has been, look, I mean, if Corbin Burns was pitching for the Mets or the Cubs or the Dodgers, I think that would probably be our answer straight away. And you know what? I Shame on me for not even bringing him up first over mm. Scherzer. But Scherzer's been so consistent. And what I think it's this teams of he hasn't lost a start in 21 starts or some crazy thing like that. I mean, it just yeah. continues to just go and go more notes from last night, more headlines. This was kind of fun. Kenley Jansen saved a game for the Braves in Dodger stadium, getting Freddie Freeman out in the ninth inning uh, playing for the Dodgers. It was, it was very bizarro. It was like that Marvel. What if series, it was kind of weird, but it was fun. Max I asked Freeman one of my Dodger friends. Game. I asked one of my yeah. Dodger friends too. I'm like, what was that experience like? And he was like, not good. Wasn't comfortable. Was not comfortable. And I was like, yeah, I guess it's surreal. So. Yeah. It's surreal. And trying and hurt too. I know they brought in Kimbrell, but we'll see what happens. Freed strikes out eight in that game, seven shutout innings, big, important start. Again, let's not freak out about April pitching starts. I'm looking forward to Freddie Peralta turning things around this week. Hopefully Trevor Rogers does too. So this is your time to pounce on people who are panicking about some of these pitchers. I know, you know, Garrett Cole might be one. We could have a bigger discussion about maybe tomorrow. Manny Machado, uh, Sox a two-run home run against the Reds. Tyler Stevenson in that game heads out with the seven-day concussion with a collision at the plate. More to come on that a little later. Also, Joe Musgrove, another guy, just grossly undervalues Joe so Musgrove. Good. Seven uh, strikeouts for him in this one. Two earned runs. 21 Ks, two walks in his last three starts for Joe Musgrove. Telling you, dude. I mean, we were fighting over him. Great pitcher in baseball, I think. Yeah, we were fighting over him. This is one of those guys not to be like, oh, hey, I was telling you all about this guy. But this, like, you guys know, if you go back and look at, like, what were Welsh guys, Musgrove 100. If you took Musgrove in any of your drafts on the Draft Wizard and Fantasy Pros during the preseason, you would have gotten a good grade from me because that was a guy, whether he was my number one and I pushed off a of pitching or he ended up being like a two or three. I wanted him on every single team. And on a team that's got this big clump of similar pitchers, like when Snell's healthy and you got Darvish and, you know, if Clevenger is healthy and stuff like that, you got all these guys. Joe Musgrove is the constant. He's a consistent and yeah. constant pitcher. And that's what makes him also so good. Not that he's like insanely electric, like you're going to get 14, 15 strikeouts out of him on a given night, is he is consistently putting out the starts that you need. And especially in April right now, I think we can appreciate it more because of how, how inconsistent everything is. I would agree. And, and look, Musgrove was a guy that I was talking about in so many shows in the preseason. Welsh about if you're going to build your rotation with a bunch of guys who are in that one, a conversation that you can get a little bit after that Corbin Burns, Walker Bueller group start with Joe Musgrove. And I can't tell you how many teams I got Musgrove on right now. And yeah. I'm very glad that I do. I know in our fantasy pros, uh, our in-house league with all the developers and the content people we play against each other. I have Musgrove very happy about that start again yesterday. Uh, Robbie Ray rebounds with a quality start against the Rangers. Told you go buy him when you can. That window's probably gone. Garrett Whitlock nails down a save for the Red Sox. I've got some shares uh -huh. of him too. Keep an eye on this one. Welsh, you got a reaction to the Whitlock save. What, what are your thoughts? Share them. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm like Whitlock stuff is top. Tops. You know what this reminds yeah. me of? He actually, it's not the same stuff, so I should digress a little bit about that. But it reminds me of, like, Emmanuel Classe, in that, like, Classe was a guy who wasn't closing, who had electric stuff. Garrett Whitlock has electric stuff, and he is so locked in. And then they put, and they put him in the leverage role. I don't remember what they, they call it, but he's got that high leverage role where it's wherever they are in the, uh, I know I saw that, wherever they are in the, um, you know, in the order coming into the 7th, 8th, or ninth. Garrett Whitlock was a guy I was heavily invested in preseason and had ranked up. But once they verbally committed to Matt Barnes and were t and continuously talking about stretching out Garrett Whitlock, 
it, it moved him down quite a bit, but he was still one of those guys where if you want to take, you know, your long shot, there were a couple of those guys, you know, even Camilo Duvall, like when he didn't get the job, he was kind of that guy. Whitlock is going to be a huge payoff. And, you know, t- to give credit, never in my life was I a big early closer guy until this year. I always pressed against everybody, but there were so many inconsistencies yep. and, and so much we didn't know. I I had to invest early, but this is going to be a year where the anti-closers are going to have such a win. It's like the no running back strategy next year because you're going to go and look back and and you're going to have a team that got Taylor Rodgers, let's say, as the 16th right. closer or 15th closer, and then they got Garrett Whitlock free, and those two guys might be, theoretically, will be top 10. If Garrett Whitlock is the closer in Boston, dare I say, I think he might be a top five closer in baseball. So there's going to be some it's big wins for the late closers. And probably some close games, too, because their starting pitching is middling right now a little bit. So, yeah. you know, until Chris Sale comes back healthy. So that that's always the Whatever key. That is. Good offenses, middling starting pitching or vice versa. That gets games closer and that gives you more save opportunities in theory. So Whitlock and you know me, I don't like to pay for closers ever. So Whitlock, obviously, a lot of shares here. So this was encouraging. Ronald Acuna doubles in his AAA uh, rehab debut Tuesday. So that's very exciting. Look, almost a homer too. wait that long. Almost but, a home. Yeah, I, I, I had a couple of uh, ITL army members that were there and uh, sent me a video and they thought it was a homer and it hit off the top of the wall and it ended up being a uh, ended up being a, a double. But, you know, one thing to throw out there as well, if you're talking prospects of Max Meyer, who I don't mean to change the subject on it, but Ronald Acuna looked good. A key. He was playing in the outfield as well. Remember that he wasn't just DHing, which I think is going to move this assignment along really, really early. But Max Meyer was fantastic. And that's a guy with the Marlins who I think, I think it's going to be up in the next month. I mean, he was dominating. The only thing that he really got taken advantage of was uh, by, uh, was Ronald Acuna, but still, he, I think, held Acuna to one for three. So look out for Max Meyer and Ronald Acuna. Going to be a payoff, and I think you're going to – I think it's a legit shot you get him back on Monday. I really do. Well, I, I, that would be fantastic. I mean, I think that's that's ahead of everybody's expectations. You'd love to see it, that's for sure. And actually, we talked a little prospect stuff yesterday, and there's another prospect we talked about yesterday – that had another big day. We'll get to that in a second. Before we do, last thing here on the headlines, Alex Cobb lands on the 10-day IL with Ooh. the groin issue. So it was very clear he was uncomfortable. I think I, I think it happened at the play at the plate, and then he tried to pitch through it, and then that was it. Not many comfortable uh, for, groin issues, Joe. Just want to point that out. Not a whole, uh, lot, of, I don't know. Yeah, not a whole lot of comfortable groin issues. You know. Uh, here we go. We haven't done this in a while. Joe's tough guys. So I don't know if this is a real tough guy or fake tough guy. I will let the peanuts and the Cracker Jacks here who watch us and and comment uh, every day over on our YouTube channel, Fantasy Pros MLB, which, again, we're coming to you live here every day at noon. You could listen to the podcast version, too. But we encourage you, if you listen to the podcast and you have some time, join us live. It's fun. It's experience. It's interactive. It's, you know, what the kids like. The YouTube. The kids love the YouTube. So tell me, is this real tough guy or fake tough guy? Cracker Jacks and peanuts. Uh, it's Tommy Pham on Luke Voigt slide into Tyler Stevenson. And I quote, and I'll clean this up here because we're a PG family show. If Luke wants to settle it, I get down really well. Anything, Muay Thai, whatever. Like I said, I've got an owner here who will let me use his facility. So F him, I'm out. And that's from Tommy Pham of the Reds. Fake tough guy or real tough guy, Welsh? Tommy Pham? Oh, tough guy. Uh, Tommy Pham famously was uh, stabbed at a uh, gentleman's establishment a couple years ago in a fight that he decided to jump into. And he was stabbed and he was just standing outside the club stabbed. And then, you know, he missed a little bit of time and he came back. Tommy fam, absolute. T- I mean, I'd also say Hardo, you know, maybe we could have a segment Welsh's Hardo's uh, phrasing. 
And Tommy Pham would be I don't be know if we could keep the PG rating with that one. That you don't think so? I think so. You YouTube. just I think the YouTube police might come for us. No. Sure. Luke Voigt, I would pay to see that fight because Luke Voigt is quite the specimen in person. I got yeah. to see him and talk I talked to him uh during spring training and He's quite the big guy, quite the big guy. Tommy Pham is a scrapper, though, so I wouldn't hold it against him. Uh, just as long as he can stop getting stabbed, that would be great. over under on times. Uh, Joey P has been stabbed one and a half. Well, I'll set it at one and a half. You want to take oh, the over well, or the under on that? You just set that up. I'm going to have to say over. We'll give you the answer after this next segment. Why are you getting stabbed? That. Uh, well, well, more more than that. Over over under on, on Joey P one and a half. Well, peanuts and cracker jacks. You can comment here and interact. And like the video while you're at it. Is that on uh, betting pros on the on the prop cheat sheet? It's I don't know, about the prop bet cheat sheet. I don't know if I saw it this morning. I think sure. we should add it uh, if we could get the uppers to please get the stab marker for Joe P's. Of it. You add uh, Welsh we'll get, too. We'll just one and answer. a half stabs. I'm giving I'm giving people time on the one and a half to see if it's the over and the under and times I've been stabbed in my life. Uh, can we talk <laughs> about this? Two things. Uh, pitch clock uh, is working in AAA because yeah. uh, game seems to be moving uh, efficiently. It seems to not only just, you know, speeding up the overall time, but also picking up the pace, which is not a bad thing. And, and you know, I mean, look, evolution is good and you're going to see it next year. So get used to it. Uh, a scoring is down, though. So they're talking about the ball being deadened again. I think yeah. this has a lot to do with these 40 degree temperatures. Welsh, personally, you know, these guys came from Florida, and Arizona. And now they're playing in 45 degree weather. This is not fun. Uh, yeah, so, I I, so I'm not going to put too much about this. But Enosaris uh, did make a comment. Uh, he was holding a ball and, you know, I don't know how anybody's telling the difference. I know there's a seam difference that a lot have seen. Eno seemed to think that they might be back to the dead and ball. And, and my interpretation was it might have been about the physicality of the ball and not so much the numbers, because I agree with you from a numbers perspective. Un like crazily weird weather. I mean, how many games have we already had canceled? White Sox missing games. I've had people in the Midwest telling me it is unusually cold right now. Uh, we've seen a ton, a ton of cold, uh, cold games. So I think that has a role to do with some of the offense being down, but it might be a correlation to both. You know, I mean, baseball, for whatever reason, this is like their where's Jimmy Hoffa buried situation. They'll never tell us what ball is out there. They'll never tell. Well, I don't oh, know why the ball is such a mystery. Why? Why is it such a mystery? Because every year they're trying to make somebody else happy instead of just saying, this is the game, go play. And and just, just tell us what ball you're using. There's too many home runs. You know, the people complain about this. Then the pitchers complain. The seams are not high. They're too high. They're this. Everyone's got to complain about the ball every single year. Just play. Hit you the know, ball. Hit the ball. You know what's That's wrong in, in sports in general? And baseball so bad. If, not to get into that whole like, hey, what's, you know, why is baseball not you know, speaking to everybody in the numbers down? But secrecy in sports is the worst thing you can do. And I don't understand why they haven't. No sport has picked it up. When you have things that you don't understand, like in baseball has probably double all the other sports combined. I mean, I don't understand. I still don't know what icing is. And I don't really understand soccer and red cards and yellow cards outside of people flopping and flying around. But like baseball has got, you know, there's service time manipulation. And when does that clock start? And then there's the rule five and then there's being designated for assignment, oh, but that's not the same as waivers. Events. And what kind of ball are we, the, the secrets in sports are not good. You want people to understand the game top to bottom and probably what kind of ball you're using is relatively important. The closest it's ever come is football in the PSI Tom Brady situation. We shouldn't mm. have these dumb questions. It should be pretty Which easy. Nobody to tell knew us that everybody was doctoring their own balls. Like everybody thought, well, 
there's just balls when you go to the game. No, no, no. Everybody brings their own balls to the game, which <laughs> nobody, I don't think the general public kind of knew and understood that. Here's a fun one from uh, Jay Foley Metal K. Uh, Joey getting stabbed uh, over probably because he ain't, ang- he ain't angry walking in a scrap. So there you go. So there's a, I mean, you're Italian. Like you're Italian. you're Italian, so I I, I think the number. It has nothing to do with me being Italian. This had to do with I'm my sure. profession for twenty years. So I will answer the question. The answer uh, is over, because you forgot Welsh for twenty years. Yeah, well, I, I said taught over, sword yeah. fighting and combat. And actually, the irony is, I was stabbed twice on back to back nights of a run of a Romeo and Juliet, in the big fight scene where Romeo's <laughs> supposed to come and break up the fight. Ironically, the guy playing Tybalt and I'm playing Mercutio caught me right in the, you know, the Romeo comes, he came in a little too hot, move the blade blade went boom, right into my side. Now, luckily we were in full costume. It wasn't like a, you know, look at us. It's like a Romeo and Juliet and everyone's just wearing black or whatever. We were in full garb. So it, it went in, it broke the skin. Not too bad. Whatever. We're good. That's what I was curious. is like our definition. Wait, 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 wait. There's more. The next night it happens again. Same spot. Now, here's the you thing. Stab now, them back, by the way, if, if you have any sort of culture, you know that after this, Mercutio gives a big speech, basically Tommy Pham style, tells everybody to go screw themselves. And I get to do the speech and I'm really mad tonight because now I am stabbed and I can tell that I'm bleeding a little bit. I can tell this is bad news right here. And I can tell that this is not going to be good when I have to go look at it. And that was a beautiful performance. I can tell you that. So the uh, the over under, if you went over, you won that bet. Uh, that should Cash be on bet MGM. I don't know why it wasn't. So we should. There you it's go. Great, that that's a great bet. Thing. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to get into it's the logistics fun. of, you know, how far and how deep or anything like that. But you know what? Good Official enough, Welsh. Here. Yeah, just Good enough. enough. <laughs> Joe has been stabbed more times than uh, Welsh has. But I Let's would definitely beat you day, on. We all had to sit down in the chat and say, look, we have to fix this. Something's wrong here. Because and everyone thinks, oh, use fake swords. No, they're not. They're not. I like fake. it. We have to meet. Hey, guys, fake. listen, we're going to have to have a meeting. Please no more stabbing. I know it's yeah, hard and I know it's difficult, stabbing, but please stop stabbing. Please. Is there a union representative I can speak to? All right. Let's talk about Nolan Gorman, because yesterday we talked about he's yes, hit six home runs already in six games. Well, now he's got uh, a home run in five straight games, seven home runs in seven straight games for him. Uh, Gorman playing second base, but now with the DH, I feel like this is an easier move. He still strikes out a ton. I don't know if I care at this point. I think he is a, a good speculative ad right now because why not add him now if you have the bench room to do it and then just wait and see what happens because you can move Tommy Edmond all over the field. Who cares? You got the DH on the National League. This is the other thing about the National League that I don't think we ever talked about. There's an opportunity to move these prospects up faster because there's another no. spot in the batting order for guys. And I don't think that's an angle that any of us really talked about. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. So we're talking about it today. What are your thoughts on Gorman? And maybe adding him sneaky now. Yeah, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm quite a fan. I had, uh, I actually just posted about this yesterday. I didn't even know we were going to talk about Gorman. I had posted that someone on uh, the In This League Patreon, like probably in January, made a post to me and said, uh, "I'm looking at your ranks, and you have Nolan Gorman higher than anybody I've ever seen, and I'm like the highest in the list." And I'm like, "Listen, the power is for real." Also, a really solid kid. I just, I interviewed him in this past AFL, which is on Prospect One. He's a super smart kid who always had contact issues, never had power issues. I actually watched him when he was in high school, which out here in uh, Sandra Day O'Connor High School, going up against Matthew Libertor is his good friend. And he's always had the power, but it was contact issues. And he was talking about how he had got to spend some of the offseason and spring training with Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. 
And that's a pretty good tutelage for a guy that just needs to revamp that swing a little bit more for contact. And he's moving over to second base. And uh, and I think it's it's showing here. You know, the strikeout numbers are still there, but he's putting up massive big power numbers. And, you know, I don't, from a speculative standpoint, if you've got the room, you've got the roster spot, you've got maybe NA spots, sure. They want to get him up relatively soon. And the DH opens up, you know, a positionless bat if you need it, which that might be the guy. And he's got flexibility where he could play third, he could play first, he could play second base. So I do think he could come up sometime in May, especially if he keeps hitting like this. There's nothing more to learn. But I wouldn't be breaking the bank. And I would worry that there's going to be some strikeout issues with him. And a fun fact on him. In my interview, I asked him, just uh, coming back to the beginning of the show, I asked him the toughest pitcher he's faced, and he cited Max Mayer. So Max or Max ah, Meyer uh, with circle. the Marlins. He said was the toughest nice. pitcher he had faced in all of the minor leagues. So just bringing that back for you guys looking to maybe pick him up. Uh, a nice use of the word tutelage, too. Excellent vocab today. I like that. Uh, let's move on to uh, some of the stat heroes and zeros. But before we do, I want to remind everybody, it's spring. And you know what that means? It's time for a little spring cleaning of, mm. you know what, your man parts. Because Manscaped is here for you this spring to help you take care of what's overgrown over winter. And I know we just had Easter. And if you want anyone to see your Easter eggs again, it's time to go to manscaped.com. Use that promo code leading off and get yourself a new lawnmower. Not for the lawn outside. No, no, no. For the inside lawn. That's right. For the turf that needs to be... <clears throat> Scaped, if you will, and you can get it right now over at manscaped.com. Get 20% off with that promo code leading off. They've got the lawnmower 4.0 with the skin safe technology. I manscaped my entire body, as you can see, head, beard, everything today before the show. And let me tell you, it's a glorious feeling. Not only that, they've got the weed whacker there as well. They've got the crop preserver, which is an anti chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Because, Welsh, I know you love, you talk about the balls and the little secrecy about the balls. There's no secret. You love moist balls, right? I, mean, I don't want I don't want anything secret about the balls. And that's why lawnmower. That's yeah. why the lawnmower 4.0. And I think actually I have the 3.0 uh, with man. Well, then you're not. Then There's no well, mystery. Out of date. No mystery yeah. to the balls. No mystery there. Oh, they also have the crop reviver, which is spray on toner for your balls. And you can keep your boys from sticking to your leg. And leave them smelling fresh like flowers all day long, which is beautiful because it is spring after all. So once again, the promo code is leading off. And I know everyone's been waiting for a Manscaped read here on the show. And you finally got one today. So again, leading off 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. I hope it didn't disappoint. I noticed during the Manscaped read, our live watchers went up by 30. I just want to, I don't know yeah. if that's a coincidence. No. No, but it's not a correlation. It, it's it's a reality. There's a correlation. Okay. All right, here we go. We're going to fly through these because we've got a lot of other things to get to. So okay. pitchers yesterday, the stat heroes, we talked about Freed, 8K, Scherzer, 10Ks. He was great. Kyle Gibson, just three strikeouts, but keeps giving you quality starts. That's what he does. Uh, we have Corbin Burns uh, looking great. 10Ks, no walks, back to being Corbin Burns. Yeah, it's against the Pirates, but who cares? It's still good. Musgrove, very good. A nice bounce back for Adam Wainwright, two six Ks. He was a little rocky in his last start. Robbie Ray bounced back as well. The hitters, Sal Perez, two dingers for him. Wander Franco, three for five with a home run, two doubles. Excuse me, one double, two RBI. CJ Crone, what a monster. He's got six yeah. home runs leading the league. How about your CJ Crone? That's one of your dudes last year, I feel like. Uh, this year, this year too. Uh, this I, year too. Yeah. I wasn't making big investments on first baseman. Not that you don't love you know, Matt Olson and Freddie Freeman, but the guys that you wanted on the back end were Joey Votto, who's been eh, CJ Crone, way, way up. 
big, big bats in Colorado. Love it. Yeah. Uh, also, Kyle Schwarber, two for four with a home run. Boy, the Phillies Come can't on. buy a win, though. They're in a tough spot. Every day, Joe Girardi's got a different lineup with the Phillies. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy what he's doing. Manny Machado, two for four with a dinger. Through 13 games, Machado's hit 365 with three homers, three steals, 10 RBI. I was making a case for Manny Machado being an, a kind of an interesting MVP candidate because if he has a great really? season and Tatis is gone for half a year, you can make that narrative for Manny Machado. I would watch that market very carefully. Tommy Edmond continues to be hot. Eugenio Suarez sighting. He's got a home run. Here we go. Stat zeros, though. Framber Valdez was bad. Six earned runs. Garrett Cole was bad. Alex Cobb, injury, whatever. Logan Webb, also not great. Those Mets mm. continue to roll. And then on the hitting side, Cattell Marte, 0 for 8, 3 Ks in the double dip. Not great. Dylan Carlson, 0 for 5, 2 Ks. Is Dylan Carlson a buy low hitting a buck 58 right now, Welsh? Or are you a little worried about Carlson? Um, I'm a little bit worried because he had gotten that leadoff spot and they're going to like, I'm worried the permanent takeout is something that's going to affect his fantasy value long term during the season, especially even if he gets it kind of back together. If he can't reclaim that spot, him hitting seven or eight is going to be relatively detrimental. Just another case. I gotta tell you, I am shocked at the struggles that continue to keep going on with these like second year-ish type of players, you know, pseudo third with the COVID yeah. and whatnot. That the that the continuous issues are still going on. You know, Dylan Carlson, the guy was a contact run, kind of a five toolish player. I think the power, his power was always played up a little too much by a lot of prospect people. But the continued issues with hitting are worrisome. But I will tell you this, if he keeps struggling, this could be one of those things that does bring a Gorman up because they need some live bats. Right. And Gorman has, you know, all that infield position eligibility as well as being able to DH. Not that he could play Dylan Carlson's um, spot or anything like that, but they can just move guys around. I mean, Tommy Edmond, you know, can be moving around. Yeah. Our, our favorite lineup builder yesterday, by the way, both sides, Jeremy Pena went yard yesterday for the Astros and what a Welsh is so doing. Good. So another good night for him. Uh, bad nights, by the way, Joey Gallo with the golden sombrero over four with four Ks in the buck 21 with 15 strikeouts. Congratulations, Joey Gallo. You've done nothing to help your team. I feel Devers and Ofer Christian Yelich at a grand slam. They went right back to an Ofer with two Ks and mm -hmm. Kyle Tucker. This is your chance. Ladies and gentlemen, by Kyle Tucker. It's not going to get lower than this. Buck 03 batting That's average. He's still got two home runs of the steal. Just buy him. Don't worry about it. Uh, yesterday, JP 34, our boy JP jumps up JP. six home runs. Thanks to Sal Perez double dong last night. So he's at the top. Uh, let's get to the prop bets. And we have a special offer for new users here. Bet $10 and win 200 on bet MGM on any game, regardless of the outcome. That's just 10 bucks to win 200. When you sign up today and download the bet MGM app, the king of sports books. And when you do, Make sure you use that promo code leading off because that's what we do here. That's the promo code. If you want to shave yourself or you want to uh, shave some points leading off Bet MGM right now, go do it. Uh, let's go today. I looked at Jose Ramirez total bases one and a half. That's over on uh, Bet MGM. I like the over on that one. Shane Bieber for earned run total is an interesting one at one and a half. I actually think the over on this one is the way we go against the White Sox. And then Whit Merrifield had been kind of quiet this year. He's down to 0.5 in the total, uh, excuse me, 0.5 in hits. Whit Merrifield gets a hit tonight. He's going to win you money. So I like that one over on FanDuel. Welsh, uh, anything that sticks out to you in the prop market, not as good of a day today as he was yesterday, yeah. but still certainly some things on the board worth looking at. I got a couple uh, kind of anti to your uh, Shane Bieber one. I really like Tim Anderson's total base marker over on DraftKings. It's paying plus money for one and a half. And he's got a pretty long track record 
uh, with just a, essentially a 300 batting average versus him with a couple doubles and singles, him leading off. He's just going to get more opportunities. It's cold weather. They had a game mm-hmm. postponed. The spin is down. The velo's down. This seems like a prime spot for Tim Anderson, and it's paying you plus money at plus 145 over on the total bases. And a little peek into uh, what we're going to talk about shortly. I like the Chris Bryant total base marker as well. It's one and a half. It's minus 125. So you just need two hits. That is on BetMGM is the best marker right now. Those two. And if I were digging a tiny bit deeper, I kind of like Ahmed Rosario hits uh, are singles. You just need one single. He's been absolutely crushing the ball as of late, at least from a hard hit uh, standpoint. And you just need one single. It's minus 143, maybe a nice uh, little parlay piece. All right. Uh, by the way, JP, who's leading uh, the home run race, says four of his six home runs are Sal Perez. So the wow. two he had Sal Perez of the double dong nights twice. So good job. I, I mean, you should just take Sal Perez in perpetuity. See if you yeah. end up winning. You know, really, I was thinking about that. There's kind year. of a strategy to that. If you just took the same oh, yeah. guy throughout the season, you might get 40 or something. You might need to put a, a little block on doing that. You might need to like you can't I, have a guy I, more than three hey, days man, or something. I, I don't know. I, I, you know what? I want everybody. I don't want to be like Major League Baseball. Sometimes I want to take away the fun. I want people to have fun. If that's their strategy, that's what they want to do. But you know what? Your guy goes through a cold streak. You start getting a little antsy. You start falling down the leaderboard. Something to think about. Just say something to think about. Let's talk about the uh, starting pitchers tonight over on DraftKings. You got Bassett and Rodon. Pretty expensive going against each other. Jose Barrios, who has not been good going against Nick Pavetta in Boston. Logan Gilbert at 9.8 on DK is the most interesting one to me. Uh, he's got a good matchup against Texas. I would go that route. And then, again, it's expensive. It's 9.8. If you want to take a shot on Barrios, maybe you can here in a tournament. But instead, I would go to either Bassett or Rodon or do multiple lineups and switch them in and out because they've both been so good. Uh, it's just a matter of which one you get right. Now, on FanDuel, you got more games in their main slate because they're starting games at 640. DK's just starting them at 7. So Sandy Alcantara is at 9.2. Severino is at 9K. It'll be cold again for the Yankee starter there. Shohei Otani, don't love him in this start at 9.1. It's a little expensive for me. If I'm going to pay up that much, I'm going to go to the top again. Rodon or Bassett pick one of them or pivot off Logan Gilbert there, 9.5. Okay, that's kind of more strategy there. The stacks of the night, I like the Cubs and Tampa game. Because the it's 19 mile an hour winds blowing out to left field tonight in Chicago, boys and girls. Love. So Chicago, Tampa, I think there's going to be some home runs there. Just saying. Also, everybody on Minnesota is cheap. The entire team on DK is cheap, and you never get that. So you might as well pile up some of these Twinkies there and see what you get uh, on DraftKings. Besides all of the Twins and literally all of them, which is crazy. Uh, Ian Happ is also 3.9K on FanDuel. You've got Whit Merrifield is just 2.7. Happ is 2.8. Schwindel 2.8 in that same game I keep talking about in Chicago. And Akil Badu is at 2.2 there for the Tigers. Uh, and of course, if you want to get in on our home run contest, make sure you join our Discord at fantasypros.com slash chat, where you can go ahead and talk and do stages with us, get the AMA channels. I'm answering questions every day people got for us. Uh, and of course, become a premium member at fantasypros.com. And then you can go make your home run calls and win fabulous prizes and pick Sal Perez every single day if you want. Welsh, where are you going for your home run call tonight? Who's going yard? Well, our friend Go Cards in the chat said, man, can't believe. I meant either. Beether. Okay, we'll just say Beether. Can't believe Beether, KB, nor uh, I don't even know who the other person is. Has a dinger yet? This <laughs> go cards having a rough morning here, but go cards, go cards. You need to slow down. I yeah, slow down. This is a tiny bit. You need to slow down. But is leading to where I'm going to go 
with Mr. Chris Bryant. He's going to get his first dinger tonight. Absolute right. great, great track record against Eflin, hitting over 600, eight hits and 13 at-bats. Doesn't have a homer. That will change tonight. Chris Bryant also has a hit in every game but one he's played in this season. And uh, that's why I really like the total base marker that I gave you as far as the props go. And I like him getting on the board for the homer. And I will take Mr. Blue Eyes, Chris Bryant. Well, I'm going to take Mr. Suzuki uh, with that 19 mile an hour win (laughs) to left field tonight. Let's see if we can get a dinger out of Seiya Suzuki here. I'm going to keep riding this train while he's been hot. See if he can go yard again. So I'll take Suzuki. Mike Mayer, or Mike Mayer's taking Austin Riley tonight. So make sure you get those home run calls in. And uh, you get them in there as soon as you could possibly can. That way you lock in your vote. And I, I'm, I just still got one. I can't get one in April. That's I know. Thing. I have so one, too. I mean, I haven't been here. Shake but... this dust off. I've got one. You've got one. I think Mayor has two. Bogman's Ugh. got one. We got to pick up the slack here a little bit. Ugh. The peanuts of the Cracker Jacks are kicking our rear end. But that's okay. I, I'm not an April guy. Started off slow in April last year, too. It's cold weather and here on the podcast. It's cold here on the podcast, so. too. It's kind of like my yeah, hands are like kind of cold. I haven't got Jersey. it. It's, yeah, it's I haven't got terrible. It Welsh, any final thoughts besides good to have you back here today? Yeah, I'm just glad to be back. I'm very excited to see Buxton come back and everybody shut up. That's going to be fantastic. Oh, Mayor has three. Ugh. Why is Mayor Show always some respect, here? Mayor he, says. He's always Ooh. here to correct us with all his stuff. No. Ugh. Uh, no, I'm glad to be back. Uh, apologies for missing my normal schedule, which for everybody is Monday, Thursday, Friday. I will uh, be back tomorrow, but not on Friday, and hopefully get back to it next week with all the chaos. But no, Chris Bryant, prop time, Buxton returns. All is right in the world very, very soon. That's right. So use that promo code leading off, download the BetMGM app. And again, $10 can win you 200. And of course, same code leading off manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. And again, beach season's coming. So you don't want to look like an animal. So go take care of your business, please, for the love of God. And also make sure you subscribe to Fantasy Pros MLB. We're getting very close to 7,000 subscribers on our MLB YouTube channel. I want to see 7K by the end of the week, I'm throwing it out there to everybody. So let's go like this video, share, subscribe, click that little notifications bell. When you do, that'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for the Welsh. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Bye.